Hi there, and welcome to this week's podcast from journalism.co.uk. In this episode, we'll be hearing from journalists at The Daily Vox, who tell us why they're dedicating the month of May to exploring sexual violence on public transport in South Africa. Women's issues have always been on the agenda at The Daily Vox, but this month the team of journalists at the South African Publisher are putting a particular focus on stories about sexual violence on public transport. It's a serious issue that females in the country have to deal with on a daily basis and includes anything from catcalling to rape and even death. Through a range of content on its website and social media channels, the publisher hopes to document the experience of women in taxis and ask what can be done about it showing the issue of sexual violence as a microcosm of a larger problem in South Africa. Acting Managing Editor Badazir Kazim explained to me how the idea came about. It came onto our radar when there were reports of rapes on taxis and our journalists brought this news item to our morning diary and we started chatting about it. And it was very, very shocking because there were quite a number of rapes that had been reported. There was a minibus taxi going around an area in Johannesburg, Soweto, and basically kidnapping women and raping them. The story itself triggered quite a lot of outrage, firstly because, you know, minibus taxis are such a common form of transport for South Africans. A large population uses them. It's actually 68% of the population uses minibus taxis to get around. So it's a very common form of transportation. It's very affordable. It's what the predominant mode of public transport for a lot of South Africans. As part of our agenda, we cover these kinds of stories, the stories that affect women and the marginalized and the underprivileged and the, you know, not necessarily the, the working class South Africans. And if an incident happens where taxis are found to be unsafe for South Africans, it's something we definitely try and cover. The majority of our newsroom is female. We were chatting about a news story that had happened and the, and the rapes that had been reported. And there was also a really gruesome incident of a, a couple that were violently attacked. I think it was a hit and run. And the taxi, basically, the taxi driver got his friends and came back and attacked this couple, actually raped the woman, set her and her husband alight and left them for dead. I think the woman passed away. I think they both passed away in hospital, if I'm not mistaken. So it was just, you know, two of these really, not two actually, a couple of these very gruesome incidents that, that brought this onto our agenda. We realized how dangerous public spaces actually are for women. We were trying to figure out who we should speak to for our stories because one of our story formats is to get box pop, which is essentially where you go out into the street and interview people about a certain topic that's in the news or how they feel about a certain thing. And we said, you know what, let's go and speak to women on the street and ask them if they feel safe when they get onto taxis. And we did that story, but we also started talking among ourselves. And we realized that every single one of our reporters had actually had their own incident of harassment either while walking down the street or riding in an uber taxi or you know riding on the how train or riding on a bus or a taxi themselves you know five of our women reporters had had some sort of incident of harassment so we realized it's a much bigger issue than just on taxis it's an issue about public spaces women being safe enough to travel to walk in the street and we said you know what it's time for us to actually start doing something a longer term series about As well as documenting people's personal experiences, the stories will also look to be a toolkit to assist people to know where to turn if attacked. The Daily Vox has partnered with Soul City, a social justice organisation that focuses on young women and girls and the communities they live in. Farinaz Parker, who is a writing coach at The Publisher, explained why this is a conversation that hasn't been happening enough in the media. 
It's something that people are aware of, particularly women, but it's not something that's spoken about mm. all the time. It's really taken for granted. It's just sort of assumed that, you know, you just have to get on with it because mm. the issue is really that people are so reliant on neighbor taxis for transport that you can't not take them. Mm. And a lot of women just feel like, well, you just have to suck it up. You just have to um, try to um, be as safe as you can and do what you can to protect yourself. And that was what was really surprising when these taxi rapes happened is when we started speaking to officials and police, uh, government spokespeople, everyone is basically saying that, you know, um, we can only do what we can do and women need to be careful. Women need to look out for themselves. Women need to make sure that they're getting onto a registered taxi. Mm. Women need to make sure that they're not walking alone. Women need to make sure. So the onus is really putting women to take care of themselves, which is very disturbing mm. and upsetting as well. But I also think that at the time, this issue was in the news uh, quite a lot. People were talking about it um, on radio and on social media and things like that. But so many things happened afterwards nationally, like on a political scene, that it just sort of disappeared. Mm. It doesn't stay on the agenda. It just, you know, it falls to page three, page five, and then it just falls off. It comes up when there's a particularly horrific or gruesome incident that gets um, publicized, that, that the media reports on. Um, and then, yeah, like Sarnal said, you know, something else always takes over. So it's not like this conversation has been happening. And I suppose that's why, you know, that's why we wanted to put it into the into the limelight a little bit. And that's also exactly why Soul City wanted to come, you know, wanted us to come on board with them because they're running this whole Safe Taxis Now campaign over the month of May. And, um, you know, their their campaign is is literally, you know, trying to bring the issue of women's safety in public spaces and on public transport into into the national agenda and make it more make it more common knowledge. And like Farnaz said, you know, that the the understanding that women have is is just that it's it's just something I have to do. I have to take a taxi home and I'll just do whatever I have to do and I just have to do it quickly or I have to make sure that somebody knows that I'm on my way home. So if something happens to me they can do something. It's there's a lot of precautions that, that we have to take when we get onto onto public transport. Um, in South Africa. And I remember one of our journalists spoke to someone who had experienced an incident on a taxi and she was saying, you know, she'd, she'd taken the train most of the way home and she had to walk, but it was quite late. So now she had to sort of balance, is mm-hmm. it safer for me to walk home in the dark or is it safer for me to get into a taxi? Mm. And she decided, okay, I don't want to walk in the dark because that's not safe. I'll get into a taxi. And there wasn't anyone else in the taxi. Mm-hmm. And what happened was that this taxi driver basically started making sexual advances towards her. And she le- she left. She jumped out of the taxi yeah. while it was moving. The team of reporters, which is predominantly female, will be publishing a variety of content on its various channels from around South Africa to raise awareness, find solutions and give advice. The one thing that distinguishes us from other media organizations is that we're not afraid to take a stance. Um, you know, people are always saying the media needs to be partisan, needs to be object, um, objective. Um, but we know when somebody is being oppressed, when somebody is marginalized, when somebody's voice is not being heard, we will always stand up for that group of people or that person. So in the case of women who don't feel safe, women who are, are being beaten and killed and raped and can't walk in the street, um, we can't sit back and just write some neutral coverage and just report on it as if it's news. We have to do something more, which is to, to dig deeper and to try and find some solutions for this issue. We work you know, solely online, and because such a large majority of our readers are young people between 18 
19 and 35, we definitely have to take advantage of various different platforms. So not only are we publishing stories on our site, we're planning on using Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, and things like that uh, to to take the conversation forward. So along with our coverage of Seoul City's events and campaigns, they're doing some very interesting stuff where they're taking self-defense classes to sort of poorer township areas, um, which we're going to, you know, we're going to cover um, and their panel discussions and things. So we would live tweet those kinds of events and talk to people at those those events. Um, you know, but on top of that, we're doing um, a, a Facebook Live on the 17th of May with the organizers of the Soul City campaign, as well as the Soweto Women's Forum, which we're quite looking forward to. So they were an organization that started in response to the taxi rapes that happened in, in March, April. So it's very cool that there's this sort of grassroots organization that's come up from the, um, you know, from these these kinds of incidents that, you know, it's because what we saw when we wrote our story is that the, the interest from the government is very much putting everything back into women's hands. So here's this organization, so it's a women's forum that's taking it back and saying, okay, what can we do to, to keep ourselves safe? Um, so, you know, along with our coverage of the Seoul City events, we're, we're definitely, you know, we're taking it back to the ground, which is where we, we do a lot of our reporting from. We're speaking to people about their own experiences about sexual harassment in public spaces, on public transport. Um, we're, we're planning to do a couple of videos as well, um, sort of speaking to people and asking them what they think, what, what do they believe should be done to, to keep South African women safe, because that's that's the time when you get some really interesting perspectives. Um, you you you'll find out what people really think is the, literally the only time is when you when you actually go down and ask them, rather than just sort of creating your own perspective in in your your echo chamber. And I think that um, one thing we're going to be looking at doing is not just raising the issue because I think we've done that and it really only gets us so far. Mm. But actually trying to figure out how we can address the issue. So we're going to try to do some more solutions, sort of oriented stories. Speak to experts, yeah, on public safety and on on you know gender based violence. Um, we're we're engaging with taxi associations. We're speaking, you know, we're we're looking at the the issue of regulation of the taxi industry. So sort of a bigger picture, not just this, you know, looking at it as this one incident of rape in taxis, but, you know, women's safety in public spaces, but people's safety in public spaces, queer bodies, trans people, not women, um, you know, because that's obviously very important. It's, it's always, you know, the marginalized and, and those voices that don't get hurt who need to be um, brought back into the conversation. Um, so I think that's where we're focusing a lot of our our coverage is, is trying to find solutions, trying to interrogate the larger structural issues as well. Mm-hmm. So we know for a fact that many people use taxis, but there's this perception that they're unroadworthy. There's a stigma with, you know, that taxi drivers are aggressive, um, but people feel like they have to use taxis. So speaking to taxi drivers themselves, asking them what, what solutions they have, um, if any. Um, so it's, it's a very broad sort of look at at the issue nationwide, um, you know, not focusing our coverage on Johannesburg specifically. We've got a reporter based in Durban as well. Um, we're hopefully getting some coverage from Cape Town and the Eastern Cape as well. So we're not keeping it to the urban areas like like um, Johannesburg, but trying to get some perspectives from all over the country. The daily experiences of someone who is working class is very different from the daily experiences of someone who's middle class. Um, I think it's basically catching a taxi. It's catching a taxi. So if, you, if, you're, if you're a working class or a poor person in this country, the only way to get around is by minibus taxi. 
Whereas if you are a, um, a middle class or an upper class person, you get into your car uh, in your garage and then you drive to where you need to get. You open your electric gate. You open your electric gate. You leave your boomed off, yeah. you boomed off community. You drive to your office building and you park in your access control parking and you know, that's your what you do. So it's the, I think that people from from the sort of middle and upper classes may be surprised to know that this is like a daily struggle. Mm. It's not that surprising for us because literally, you know, we've experienced these things of being harassed on the street or refusing to get into a taxi that's alone because you fear what might happen to you mm. or getting off the taxi and then walking with women that you don't know, but you're walking with them because you don't feel safe being seen alone on the street. So you have to like form a little pack. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. Some, some people, I think, are still not aware of that daily struggle. Yeah. So we're hoping that our stories will translate and tell those stories that um, that the middle middle class haven't heard, but also to reinforce to the lower classes that your stories are being heard. There, there is somebody who's who wants to bring your bring the, the country's attention to your issues and to show people that they're really not alone um, in dealing with these everyday issues. And I also think I would hope that we can help build some kind of critical conversation about this issue going forward. Because mm -hmm. I don't think it's something that we should just accept. And I think that, you know, there's a saying we have in South Africa that when you strike a woman, you strike a rock, mm. right? Um, if there's enough momentum or if enough women um, complain about this, maybe there is a way to change it. Maybe there is a way to get better regulation for taxis. Mm. Maybe there is a way to make transport safer for people. The series will continue until the end of the month, but the partnership with Seoul City, which officially starts tomorrow on May 17th, will go on until the 17th of June. Be sure to check out the articles published so far on the dailyvox.co.za and follow the hashtag SafeTaxisNow for updates. For more podcasts from journalism.co.uk, please visit our website. Music.